0: We all can do a better job of saying, what am I passionate about? What's my purpose on a daily basis? Why do I show up? Um, and then how do I just approach life in kindness and, and empathy? Um, if we all started doing that, then I think the world would be a lot better place.
1: This is the Social Leader Podcast, inspired by business leaders, entrepreneurs, volunteers, and visionaries striving to close the gap between their passion and their social action. They are the leaders among us who crave the entrepreneurial adventure of moving beyond charitable intentions to lead with greater social impact every day. Social leaders are the most impactful leaders in the world because... They are empowering companies and communities to sustainably solve our world's most pressing problems. Well, welcome back, friends. I'm your host, Father Justin Matthews. Welcome to the Social Leader Podcast. I am super excited today to introduce you to my guest, Chase Wagner. Chase is the Director of Corporate Responsibility for H&R Block, just a little job actually a huge job. He's been with H&R Block for more than three years, but he's also an expert in corporate social responsibility, serving as board chair for the CSR board, which is a group of Fortune 1000 companies who get together to talk about corporate social responsibility, some of the world's biggest companies. And as chair, he is responsible for leading his company's membership in the community. He has served in so many capacities as a wonderful leader here in Kansas City and really honored to have you on the program. Chase, welcome to the Social Leader Podcast.
0: Thank you so much. It's it's an absolute pleasure to be here today.
1: We are excited to learn about your leadership journey. I know that you have um, gone deep into the Social Leader e-course. You and I have had many conversations about corporate social responsibility and i'm excited to learn about your leadership journey so share with us how you got to where you are and where your passion for corporate social responsibility comes from
0: yeah i think um, my my passion is a mixture of experience and and philosophy Um, you know philosophy wise it's it's the the i see the value in identifying your own purpose and then aligning your work against that purpose. And I I teach my children that is to find your purpose in life, and then pursue that. Um, So it's rooted in philosophy. But then my experience has been a mixture of, of communication and marketing and a little bit of political background. And that has taught me the value of uh, helping brands and helping companies discover their purpose, and to give back in a broader sense, other than just stopping at making some profit.
1: Is there a story or something in your life where you really discovered your purpose? And how would you, you know, if you could share a little bit more, how would you define what your purpose is, Chase?
0: Yeah, I I think my purpose is uh, to be of service to others, um, and I think I. know that i can point to a single moment of that but rather it's probably a lifetime of uh increasingly acknowledging my own privilege and seeing a lack of privilege and opportunity for others and wanting to change that and trying to do what i can to improve society's uh, uh quality of life and and i know that that sounds uh, altruistic and big and hairy and audacious, but um, it's, it's really a, a, an approach that I try to make everyone around me better on a daily basis.
1: Well, let's jump into what corporate social responsibility is. I mean, if you Google that right now, there are probably a hundred different versions and definitions of corporate social responsibility or what's known as CSR, what does corporate social responsibility mean to
0: you? Yeah, you're right. You know, before I answer that question, you're absolutely right that there is a a whole dictionary worth of jargon and definitions and uh, there's CSR and there's ESG and there's sustainability. Um, But for me, uh, it goes back to purpose Uh, and really, Uh, corporate responsibility is a demonstration of your purpose. And if you have done the work to say, we identify what our role is in society uh, beyond the products and services that we provide, then you're down a path of saying, how do we, how do we play that role in society? And for me, a big portion of that is how do you demonstrate that purpose? Um, How do you bring it to life through, not only the products and services that you provide, but also the way that you show up in your communities um, and how you treat your own employees and how you engage with all those different stakeholder groups um, that have a vested interest in your company. And that can range, that interest can range from investors to employees, to potential employees, to potential clients, to people that see your impact, whether physically or virtually in your community. And I think all of that kind of goes into the soup that is corporate responsibility. Do you think corporate social responsibility is
1: something that is mostly an organization focused platform, or is it an individual based platform?
0: It's a good question. Um, I, and I, I might cheat and say both. Um, I think think companies um, can set the table effectively for here is our platform, here is the impact that we see as most valuable given our role in society. Um, but I do think it's ultimately up to the collection of people that make up that company to bring it to life. Um, and if we only talk the talk, um, you, you can't tell an effective story, you can't have the impact that you want to have. If you don't have the buy-in and the involvement and the activity from those individuals. And I think the most effective examples of purpose and CSR are when companies um, get that alignment with their employee base. Um, You know, Zappos only works because the person that you pick up the phone and talk to understands that company's purpose and does everything they can to bring it to life in that little moment, in that personal interaction. Um, it's the same way with any other company. How your employee shows up and manifests that purpose that your brand has identified uh, is makes the difference whether it's successful or not.
1: So when you think about corporate social responsibility and organizational purpose or the employee's purpose, do you mean just like h block, we exist to do taxes and to help people find financial freedom or financial stability, however you would define your purpose. Is it really just related to the organization's activities as a company, the services it delivers, or is corporate social responsibility and company purpose something bigger than that?
0: I, I think it is bigger. Um, and I think it answers a pretty simple question, though the answer is somewhat not simple, but it's why do you exist? Um, And from the company's lens, that might be why do we exist in society as a company, an intangible object, right? Um, But for those employees, it's, well, why do I show up every day and contribute uh, to that role? Um, And so, If HR Block's purpose is to provide help and inspire confidence in our clients and communities everywhere. And I think those words are very carefully chosen and serve a very distinct purpose. Uh, And and if you think about it, we provide help, uh, whether that is through our tax services or our small business support or our financial products. All those things are designed to help people achieve financial confidence. Uh, no matter what that audience is. And so every single one of us as an h and Block associate um, should be coming to work every day saying, how do I contribute toward that purpose? And it doesn't mean that you have to just adopt the company's purpose. I, I have a d- different purpose, but I align with providing help and inspiring confidence. And I can do a lot of good and serve both of those objectives of contributing to my company's purpose while also pursuing my own passions and, and purpose in showing up every day. So when you
1: think about your role, what is it that you're doing day to day that is helping the employees at H&R Block connect with that organizational purpose? What does that look like? How does that manifest itself in, from your lens as Corporate Social Responsibility Director?
0: Yeah, I might go back to that analogy of setting the table. Um, You know, that's a it's a pretty good way to describe it is, you know, setting the table for all of our associates across the country and the world. Um, How do I make it as easy as possible for them to have an impact and for them to be able to demonstrate our purpose? So um, are we giving them the opportunity to volunteer and, and engage in their community? Are we providing help through things like our associate relief fund? Um, for those those fellow associates who really need a, a, a moment of help uh, during a difficult time? Um, or is it are we are we using um, uh, corporate dollars effectively and, and appropriately to have an impact that is aligned with that platform and purpose? And so uh, a lot of it is kind of setting the table for those individual activities. And then I think the other side of that is, um, on a daily basis, are we being effective in telling that story? Um, if you only do that behind closed doors and quietly in the dark, does it really do as much good as it possibly can? And does it inspire others to take action? Does it inspire other brands to find their purpose and find ways to demonstrate it? And that is what unlocks that societal change. If we are doing a better job of telling our story, and helping all of our associates get back, we're broadening our impact beyond just what we're capable of ourselves.
1: So make that simple and tangible for my simple mind. So when you show up and you're engaging those employees at h and Block, you're setting that table. What are some programs or, or initiatives that you're working on that help invite people to that table and into that purpose more deeply?
0: Yeah, a big one is volunteerism. I mean, I, I would probably go there first. Um, we have a goal of 1 million volunteer hours by 2025. Wow. And it's an ambitious goal um, that is going to take our entire company and collection of people uh, all contributing to that on an annual, regular basis in order to achieve that goal. And so it's are we making are we providing tools that make it really easy to find an opportunity to give back are we providing those really easy ways to log your hours are we listening to our associates to understand what kind of opportunities do they want to give back what kind of additional training do they need how do we remove the barriers so that they can feel comfortable and empowered to go out and have a personal impact on their own. And I gotta, I mean, it's, it's incredibly difficult during COVID to do so, right? Um, but it is even more needed in these moments um, when, when there is a pandemic and when people are suffering, um, it is even more needed to achieve those, those 1 million hours.
1: Obviously, the volunteering efforts are something that engages people, engages their heart. Is there a particular um, focus towards your volunteering? Is there is that priority set by h Block? Like we're going to do food or we're going to do neighborhood work. We're going to do economic community building. Or, or is it you can volunteer anywhere where your passion is?
0: It's a little bit of both. Uh, it, it's balancing both of those. And It is recognizing and understanding people's individual passions and finding ways to align those individual passions with a broader story and a broader impact. And that's the beauty of our community impact platform, Make Every Block Better, is that it starts to align all of those different ways that I choose to make my block better around what the company stands for, which is to provide help and inspire confidence in all of our communities. And if we're successful in that, if we help everybody understand in our organization that I can contribute in this small way, and that's how I view my opportunity to make my block better, but I'm contributing to something larger, then we will have been successful um, because then we will be aligning all those different impacts as opposed to feeling like, it's such a scattershot approach.
1: I talked to a lot of people who tell me that they wish their daily work could make more of a difference. And some people go so far as to say, I've got to get into the nonprofit world. I want to dedicate myself to making a greater social impact, which I, which I think is a valuable option. But most of us don't have that as an option. Most of us work for for-profit companies. And so I'm interested in how you are helping those employees through that Make Every Block Better program, how are you helping them to connect their passion to that larger mission in the community? Is there is there some kind of pathway or education, or is it just through the opportunity of volunteering in those targeted blocks?
0: Um, the opportunities is a big part of it uh, because every donation we make, we try to find an opportunity for our associates to get involved in that and to Align with it and to deepen our impact because that's the beautiful combination when it's dollars, um, but also time and energy and manpower to put all those together to really have a deep impact um, that uh, that helps that nonprofit and ultimately the people that they serve. Um, I I think the education and the awareness though uh, is really important because and and that. Mostly is through increased conversation and repeated conversation and helping people understand why are we doing this in the first place? And, um, I, you know, it's funny that you say that about not everybody gets the opportunity to be uh, in corporate responsibility. Uh, I recognize that. But we all can do a better job of saying, what am I passionate about? What's my purpose on a daily basis? Why do I show up? Um, And then how do I just approach life in kindness and and empathy? Um, How do I listen to others? Um, How do I try to be more selfless and and help my fellow person? And um, if we all started doing that, then I think the world would be a lot better place.
1: let's talk about the benefits of corporate social responsibility first of all from the organizational standpoint so i read a statistic recently from an article in fast company that talked about the benefit of attracting talent as well as retaining talent uh, when it comes to really embracing corporate social responsibility and it was fascinating this study said 82 percent of millennials which is the huge population that's getting hired now, I mean, it, that is yeah. the dominant workforce and Gen Z right behind them, right? Yep. So 82% of millennials said that they consider corporate social responsibility when they're deciding where to work. And what really blew my mind was its they said that 70% of them were willing to take a 30% pay cut to go work for a company that prioritized corporate social issues that they aligned with. I was astounded by that. I'm wondering, have you seen that? Do you see recruitment and uh, attracting talent as a part of your role in CSR? And what are other benefits of corporate social responsibility when it comes to the organization?
0: Yeah, we we see a lot of the same or similar statistics, uh, absolutely. And you know, I, the HR department is is in charge of that recruitment and and retaining talent. Um, um, and they do a wonderful job at it. And, um, but you're right in that the, if you think back to our earlier conversation around setting the table and telling the story, um, that absolutely does have benefits to their work. Um, and I I always think about kind of three different key audiences, um, whether it is a, a, a prospective employee, um, are we telling a story about how our purpose guides our uh, uh, Decision making guides our culture, uh, guides our, the way we show up in our communities, um, because that can be more powerful than what we can pay them or uh, the work that they can do. Um, understanding how that is contributing to that larger purpose is is it, it, it's it, it's empowering. It's powerful, um, and and thank goodness that the millennials. Uh, uh, are coming in to the workforce with that expectation. Um, and I, I, there's a similar statistic from an Edelman trust barometer, um, either 19 or 20, I can't remember which one, but it's something like 76% of, uh, uh, prospective employees, uh, expect the opportunity to shape the future of society. Hmm. And I think they, uh, understand that they can't wait for someone else to change the world. Um, don't wait for government. Don't wait for uh, an NGO. Uh, you can do so. You can change the world around you through your work and showing up differently and, and pushing corporations to um, have an, a broader impact than, and, and, and demonstrate that responsibility. And I am lucky to have leadership who understands that and, and sees that potential for that. Um, and, and it's why I love what I do on a daily basis.
1: Man, I'm inspired by the statistic that you gave that so many of us believe and want to act on the belief that we can change the world. And I am somebody who has come to the place where I would rather see a hundred uh, team members at each and r Block deeply connecting their social passion to social action than a hundred more nonprofits. Because I think that the power of scale, the power of impact, And the blending of the best of business, faith, philanthropy sectors, putting all those together is so powerful. But I wonder what's keeping, let's flip it around to the individual side. What keeps individuals from volunteering, from engaging, from becoming what I call social leaders? From your vantage point, what do you think are the big barriers that keep people from engaging and how do we start to overcome them?
0: Boy, that's a that's a deep question that 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 I would love it if you and I were able to unlock that and answer it. Um, But I maybe the way I would turn that question around to be more of a positive is um, think of the potential that we have. If we can just demonstrate to people um, the power of empathy and the power of listening and and acknowledging your fellow human beings path. And, and I always think back to, um, you never know what somebody's going through on a daily basis, you, you don't. And, and it's why your, your course was so valuable in talking about trauma, was you, you don't know what that person is dealing with and what's in their head. And all the more reason to approach every interaction, every conversation with kindness and, and an empathetic approach Um, Because it can do so much good by just being kind and uh, approaching it, uh, that interaction and that conversation, truly actively listening to them as opposed to, I have an agenda that I need to get accomplished in this interaction or in this moment.
1: I really appreciate you bringing up the course and taking the course. I certainly believe that, you know, when we created the social leader e-course, we meant it as the launch pad for individuals who want to become social leaders who want to find their passion and their action connected in their, in their daily life and work. When you, if you were to work with some folks in your associate group, those who might be interested in plugging in to, the corporate social responsibility initiatives that you've got, what are two or three steps that someone might take in order to make that connection and close the gap between their social passion and their social action? If somebody just came to you for advice and said, Chase, what do I do? Where do I begin? What would you say?
0: Yeah. And I, and I think this is, this does align with, with your course. Um, I think the first step I would say is, Um, And this won't happen overnight, but I think the first step is to start getting involved. Um, You know, volunteer at different nonprofits, Um, try out, try on different types of volunteering. Um, Not everything is, is uh, physically going somewhere and just donating your time. It can be skill-based volunteering. Um, It can be in service of uh, your child's school or uh, your place of worship. I mean, there are, there are a lot of different ways that you can volunteer. And so try different things. Um, and then when you start to find something that you really gravitate towards, um, I think then the next step, and and, and and unfortunately, I think a lot of people stop there. But the next step, I think, is to really critically think about, okay, am I doing this for, for my own reasons? Um, and say that in a way of... of Am I stopping short uh, because I just feel good and I got something out of it and now I can walk away? Um, Or am I really listening and understanding to what the people I'm serving need? And is there something that I can push deeper in? Is there something I can create? Is there something I can push the nonprofit to evolve? I mean, there is nothing stopping all of us from finding that passion. And then digging deeper and thinking even harder about how do I make sure that the, the empathetic approach is leading me to a path of true impact that helps people, um, as opposed to a lot of, um, and this is probably unfair, but surface level volunteerism um, of, I went and contributed one hour, and then I feel good about myself, and it's game over. Um but I fully recognize that it is you can't get there without that first step. And so the first step is getting active, volunteering, finding your passion um, and and seeing where that takes you and then starting to apply some of that critical thinking to it. And, and really, in that respect, it's no different than servant servant leadership in, of a team. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm effectively operating as a servant leader for my team. I'm listening to them. I'm listening to what do they need to be successful? What What are the barriers that I can help remove to make them more successful? And really it's the same, same approach. It's what are the needs of our community? What are the needs, what are the opportunities that our employees want? Um, and how do we uh, uh, listen and acknowledge and provide those things or solve for those things um, to make all of us, more purposeful in our work on an individual level and as a a collection of people um, reflecting the company.
1: This is a hard topic because there is so much literature out there about the impact and the impetus for the organization to become uh, more aligned with the CSR principles, but I'm just convicted. and, And maybe it's my faith conviction. You know what I mean? Maybe it's something that comes from my, my kind of Christian background and upbringing, but I believe in that transformation of the heart. Yeah. I believe that people can find deeper fulfillment in life when they embrace that social leadership, servant leadership mentality.
0: I agree. I I It's funny you say that because I also am a faith-filled person and um, I think it's an important part of who I am. Um, and, you know, I I truly believe that if more human beings uh, connected and took that empathetic approach on a day-to-day basis, we'd all be better off, all of us. <laughs> it would lift people up. Um, and it it's not I, – I think it's easy to say that that's some um, – pie in the sky and that's not acknowledging real problems, but it's a starting point and it's a, it's a, it's a different approach than what you see out there on a day-to-day basis. So um, it'd be great if, if it sparks even a few people to maybe reevaluate and think differently. I think
1: that there's people will engage with the mind, but when you get the transformation of the heart, that's the key. And that doesn't have to be a particular faith. I mean, that transformation of the heart came for me, not by some catechesis or even by a Sunday church, you know, event. For me, it was engaging in really impoverished communities, realizing how much stinking privilege I actually have and realizing I can't do anything about what I was given but I can do a lot about what I do with what I was given, how I use that privilege. And to me, that's what social leadership is all about. And the more big companies and small companies alike and community organizations, the more we can get individuals equipped to have that hard transformation and to give back, the better a society will be, I believe. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that brings us together across political, racial, geographic, other barriers and boundaries.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it's I think it's possible. Um, I, I I truly believe that any corporation has the ability to make money, make profit and at the same time, improve society around them and improve the community that they serve and there is an opportunity there for every single company, um, small business to cor- S corporation to mm-hmm. uh, fortune Ten. you know, we all absolutely can can make the world better and leave it in a better place for those who come behind us.
1: Well, as we wrap up, one of the things that I want to ask you is if there's somebody out there right now who's listening to you, Chase, and is really discouraged in their work, how do you think that? connecting your social passion and your social action can engage or enliven that person? What, what hope can you give them from your perspective about how to move forward in their life and their career and lead with greater impact?
0: I, I, to steal something from our own community impact platform, I think it, I think it can start with connections. Um, and, and it can be really difficult if you are feeling isolated Um, And and it can have a lot of negative impacts and and we could devote an entire podcast to uh, the negative impacts of isolation and loneliness. But um, I think if you're in that in that in that frame of mind, um, building those connections can be really important. And um, building connections to help others can ultimately help you. Um, And it might put you on a path to discovering a different passion or a different purpose Um, It could also change your perspective about what you do uh, on a daily basis, and you might see value in it that you maybe weren't looking at earlier. Um, Is there a better way for me to connect with people through my job on a daily basis? And does that provide value and help others? And ultimately, if we all are are approaching it of helping others, I think we all find more value in our day to day life. Chase, thank you so
1: much for bringing your perspective for all that you do in the community, all that you do for h Block. And thank you for uh, all the work that h Block does in our community in Kansas City and across the country to try to lead with greater social impact and to set that example. As we wrap up today, is there anything else that you wanted to share or anything that you want to leave the audience with?
0: Well, thank you very much for having the time, and, and I really appreciate your kind words. Um, I, I, I would hope that uh, uh, for the people that hear this, you know, they find their passion and find their purpose. And um, I, I love this topic and I really appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to chat with you today. Well, thank you
1: for taking the Social Leader e course and being an advocate and a champion for that work. And thank you for making time to come on the Social Leader Podcast. We'll look forward to following you and your career and the work that H&R Block is doing and hope you have an awesome, awesome week. Thanks so much, Chase.